It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Here's what's cooking on the day's sports stove local hour. We're talking Saturday's upcoming game against Tarleton State and offensive lineman left tackle Peyton. Uh, I was going to say... I was going to say the wrong name. Uh, joins us. Anyways, that's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove Local Hour. McKinney looks, sets it a pocket, throws open, receiver, touchdown! Colonels, we're not done yet! Our identity is we're going to press for 40 minutes, we're going to play up-tempo, we're going to play with unbelievable passion, and then our brand is the most exciting 40 minutes in sports. <laughs> Welcome in to an all-new edition of the Sports Stove Local Hour, presented by Righteous Felon Jerky, the best jerky you're ever going to taste. Uh, and you're going to find it at RighteousFelon.com. You're going to use the code uh, STOVE15. Man, I'm all frazzled tonight. STOVE15. It's going to get you 15% off your purchase at RighteousFelon.com. I've been trying some new flavors. Uh, I got a new, not a new favorite. Baby Blues Barbecue is still my favorite. but uh, the Bourbon Franklin uh, was a phenomenal flavor. It had a uh, vanilla hint to it as well, a little sweet. Um, very, very tasty, and I uh, highly recommend it as well. Uh, anyways, I'm Vince Stover. I'm joined, as I am always, by the well-rested uh, Ryan Jackson. How you doing, man? Doing all right. Got a, got a couple little days off. Had a nice little bye week. Came back to practice today. I feel good. Now, if memory serves me right this is the only week off you guys get right right uh so the rest of the year is it's it's full full speed ahead uh the rest of the way and uh not really any super easy matchups uh for you <laughs> on the schedule right yeah the coach wells does a good job of saying all the time the everything we want's right in front of us these next six games are they all matter they're all important they all count so uh, we have to go out there and give it our best. Yeah. Uh, did you watch by any chance the Southern Utah Tarleton State game last week? A little bit of it, yeah. Yeah. It was a close mm-hmm. game. Uh, Southern Utah pulled it off by a point, 27-26. Uh, when's the last time you watched college football on a Saturday? Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> it's probably been a while, right? It actually has been a while. <laughs> it, it feels like in this industry you don't really get that many breaks or time off like that. Yeah. So yeah. Just so fell on fall break. So it was nice. Didn't have to really do anything. Yeah. It, I tell you, it was weird. Uh, just as a fan aspect of it, uh, Saturday, turn on the television, there's games on, you know, and everything it was kind of like, I, I don't know. I don't really care about any of these games. <laughs> and so I don't know. It was kind of a, a long, 
along Saturday night, we put some work in around the house and things too. So my wife found a way to keep us good and busy, but nonetheless, uh, uh, did enjoy a Saturday of relaxation, but back to it and back at home again this week, we're going to preview this Tarleton state game later on in this episode. In a few minutes, uh, left tackle Peyton Collins will join us and we'll chat with him about the season so far and, uh, and all that's going on there. Uh, so you had some time off some rest, but you still practiced, most of last week and, of course, this week was a normal schedule as well. Um, we talked a little bit about this last episode, but how does that vary? How is that different uh, from your normal practices when you have that bye week? Uh, it's a little different because I'm not saying we ever have lackadaisical practices, but the tempo is a little bit slower. It's, uh, it's more detail-oriented to where you want to work on your craft or work on the little things that make you good and also getting to study up on your opponents a little bit. So it a bye week's always a good week to to not to start focusing on the little details, not sweat over those, and to to get caught up on some stuff that you probably haven't thought of in a long yeah. time. So it's it's always nice to, especially in the middle of the season, having a bye week. So that way you can regroup, focus up on stuff from past games, look forward to games coming up. Now in college football, and especially at EKU, we don't get any injury reports. Um, I actually asked somebody a couple of weeks ago, I was like, any chance I get an injury report? <laughs> and then they laughed at me. Um, so, <laughs> so that being said, we won't have to get into details, but overall, uh, is the guys who are banged up a little bit, are we going to see, uh, some of those guys back on the field? Uh, I don't know. I think that's, that's still up to them and the training staff. If they get back in, we've had a lot of guys working this week. A lot of guys that's been out working a little bit this week. It's good to see everybody running around having fun because you you got you see the guys on the sideline not having fun. They wish they could be out there. They wish they could be with us playing around having fun. I, I know I know it's hard for them and it's hard for us being able to see our teammate our side our teammate on the sideline like that. So it's good that not only when you get to see them start recovering, once you see them start running and you see them start practicing and you, you're really excited and it's it's a great feeling. It's awesome. Uh, in the first part of the season so far, you guys are five games in. Uh, is there a player? I didn't prep you on any of these questions. So uh, uh, is there a player on the defensive side of the ball that has impressed you, maybe has uh, looked sharper than you thought they would? Um, you know, not, we're not knocking anybody for this, but saying that, man, this guy's really shown up and, uh, and impressed so far with his time out there on the field. Uh, the two that pop off in my head immediately when you say impressive, it has to be frankly and Logan Blake. Those are the two immediate impacts that were made on our team. But we have a lot of guys that come in and work, like guys like Nick Cheeley, Mike Smith, the Kyle Kellys. We we have some guys that are absolute workhorses on our defense and that continue to get better game by game. Mm. If you really sit and watch those not saying everyone hasn't improved, but if you sit back and watch those three from Week one to week five, they've improved tremendously, and they they've all helped our team tremendously. Yeah, I mean, you know, Nick, he's second uh, leading tackler on the team right now, um, and uh, of course, being in his position and the way the offenses have played, you guys, that makes a little bit of sense just in that that regard. Uh, but he's done a great job uh, getting things wrapped up. Forty-one total tackles on the year. Uh, Frankie, like you said, he missed game one of the season, but has come on and played strong as four passes deflected 
uh, so far in the season also. Um, Kyle Kelly has has continued to improve uh, with his playing time. He's had more opportunity as the couple weeks went on with Jalen being out for a little bit and, and even limited to some degree. Uh, Kyle, I feel like Kyle has, uh, from game one to, to the most recent game, has made a pretty good leap uh, as well. Uh, game one, it seemed like maybe he was missing some stuff, uh, but he finally came back around. Uh, and it looks like he's picking up his pace a little bit as well and doing a great job out there. And, and, uh, and, you know, again, he's had to play more than probably was anticipated to start the year just with the injuries, um, and everything like that too. But it seems like him, uh, playing alongside Logan, they've done a, they've done a good job, been a good duo back there, uh, and, and been, been solid in that linebacking group. And then of course, you know, Frank Lee, um, has been so good with uh, the rushing and things like that. Uh, I'm not asking for specifics, okay, but are we going to see something new, something different in scheme uh, coming into this week that you guys have been working on? Uh, we, we've been trying to cook up a little bit more stuff. Uh, the thing you'll see more with our team and new stuff is we like bringing in new personnels. Mm-hmm. Like we like We like making packages. That way we get some people on the field. And not only some people on the field, some people opportunities to show why they should have more reps or should be on the field more like. For example, Gabe Stevens. Gabe Stevens yeah. getting on the field against North Alabama got himself a sack. And that's a beautiful thing to see. Well, we'll we continue to give people opportunities and give people chances to make plays. So you'll see more new stuff as more opportunities come in practice for those guys. And hopefully those those packages end up getting on the field and playing time. I, I can't promise anything new because we, we got a good little train running right now with what we're yeah. working with. But hopefully more new stuff will come because you'll see more people have their opportunities to shine. Now, the nice thing about having you on is we don't get the cliche answers. And so I, I uh, preference this question with that reminder. Um, coming up very soon is Gardner-Webb. And I know it's one game at a time, and I'm not asking you to look far ahead. But with the extra time this week, uh, has the revenge plan begun uh, to, to, to when, you've, when you get Gardner-Webb in two weeks? Yeah, that revenge plan uh, began whenever Coach Wells started the – they ran for 450 on y'all and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Whenever, whenever they, he started doing that, that's when the revenge tour began, at least yeah. for me. Yeah. For all, everybody else, we still play one game at a time. We like getting one win at a time. So Tarlington's the first one, and then, then we'll worry about our revenge on those guys when we get our hands on them. Yeah, I know you guys aren't going to overlook Tarleton State uh, this week. Um, but I know that uh, with having a little bit of extra time, that Gardner-Webb game is definitely uh, going to be fun for you guys uh, coming up next the, the week following a little road trip uh, to Gardner-Webb in two weeks. But, of course, Tarleton State is first. We're going to preview Tarleton State in just a few minutes, but we're going to have a guest on first. Before we bring Peyton on, we're going to have a quick break and uh, commercial from our sponsors all around roofing. And then we'll bring you uh, left tackle Peyton Collins. Does the exterior of your home need a facelift? All Around Roofing has you covered. All Around Roofing is a locally owned company servicing Madison County and all of Central Kentucky. From roof repairs and replacements to gutters, siding, windows, soffits, chimney flashings, and more. All Around Roofing provides quality work and friendly service that will leave your house looking great. Call today, 859-489-5179 to get a free quote. That's 859-489-5179. We can handle your all-around exterior needs at All Around Roofing. 
Welcome back to the Sports Stove Local Hour presented by Righteous Felon Jerky. We're also so thankful for our additional sponsors, All Around Roofing and IPM Pest and Termite, both locally owned and operated companies. And as you just heard uh, there from All Around Roofing, uh, a great, great company, locally owned and operated. Uh, I've had them at my house. Uh, I've had them with projects at our church as well. Uh, I trust them and I would refer them to you as well. I think they're a trustworthy company. You can find pictures uh, from them on Facebook at All Around Roofing KY uh, there, and you'll be good to go uh, there as well. It's time for our guest today. Uh, we're bringing on, for the first time this year, uh, left tackle Peyton Collins joins the hey. show. Hey, Peyton, how you doing? Good. How are you guys? Doing well. Doing well. Thank you for joining us tonight. We do appreciate it. Uh, another solid season starting off, at least so far, following up from last year's uh, All A Sun, uh, or excuse me, A Sun Offensive Lineman of the Year, All A Sun Selection, of course, as well, All A Sun Academic Selection. Uh, lots of uh, things thrown at you there, uh, accolades and things like that. So far in your uh, your career, what's the the most proud you've been about an accolade that you've received received? Um, honestly, well, it wasn't really like a, a public acc accolade, but, uh, I was voted uh team captain this year by my teammates. And that was definitely for me, like, yeah, that, that, that was my favorite one for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I know, you know, one thing we always talk to guys that we bring on and, and I always try to make sure they understand it's okay to be proud of the things that you've accomplished. And uh, we want to make sure people get recognized for the things that they've accomplished. And you've done a lot in your time here. Uh, and now in your third year, uh, no, fourth year, right, at EKU? Or is it third? This is my fifth season. Fifth year. Okay. Yes. All right. My goodness. Uh <laughs> yeah. I had the COVID year in red shirt. So sometimes people think, yeah, yeah, I'm a year behind, but no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The COVID thing throws me off. I always get confused on what's going on with that. And yeah. I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to when we're done uh, having those eligibilities with the COVID. I'm glad for you and I'm glad for Ryan. I'm glad for everybody on the team uh, that has that opportunity. I just, yeah. I'm ready for it to be over with. It'll be easier <laughs> to follow things on there. Peyton, you guys have done a great job on the offensive line this year. You've been protecting uh, Parker. Parker even, uh, you know, said that some of the the sacks that have been allowed have been on him, uh, which I know you'd be quick to say, of course they were. Uh, I'm kidding. But uh, <laughs> you guys have done a great job of keeping Parker clean this year. And, uh, and it's kind of a, somewhat of a new group. I mean, you got three guys, one guy that's been around, but kind of three new starters on the line for, at some point. Um, is that the biggest change in, in personnel that you've had in your time as a starter? Um, yeah, it's definitely up there. Uh, yeah, in the past years as well, we've, you know, been rotating and stuff like that. But this year it's been us five, like pretty consistently every game. So, but yeah, there's definitely a lot of changes going into the season. And then we also had some injuries and stuff like that. So like I feel like we weren't able to really get our chemistry and gel together like we have been, you know, these last couple games. So I feel like we're finally starting to come together and yeah, I mean just learning to play with each other and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking through you've had, you know, in the previous years you've had guys that have been around for a while. Uh, they're anchoring the line and uh, they've graduated off now and you're you're the old man, uh, old man in the room. Yeah. How does it feel to be that guy 
now that's the veteran player really in the room. Yeah, it definitely feels a little weird. I just feel like it was yesterday. You know, I was making my first start in 2020 as second-year player. But, um, no, it feels good, though, to, uh, you know, to teach some of these younger guys and stuff like that. And, you know, I'm trying to be a leader on and off the field and stuff like that and lead by example. Um, but, yeah, it definitely feels weird knowing that I'm one of the older players on the team for sure. <laughs> Rhino, what you got for Peyton? Uh, Peyton, I want to ask you to like. It's hard for me because I don't I don't play offense, at, or do I really rush off the edge against you? Because I'm more of an interior. <laughs> but like, could you describe how you play, or like a player that you like model your game after? Well, my favorite left tackle in the NFL by far is uh, Colton Miller, and he's also about six 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 seven, which is my height and he also wears number 74 too um so but yeah i think um type of player i am i mean i feel like i'm pretty physical and i feel like i'm pretty lengthy as well um quicker feet so i try to just yeah play to my advantages and come off the ball hard and physical and stuff like that but yeah i try to yeah, I try to just be where I'm supposed to be and just do my job, basically, like Coach Wells always says. So, yeah. <laughs> What's the area you've grown the most in uh, since the moment you stepped onto campus to where you are today? I think for sure it's the weight room and my lower body strength. Yeah, just my overall strength in general because I was – I mean, I was just so skinny. Like, when I came in my freshman year in 2019 – I remember my first weigh-ins, I was like 256 pounds or something like that. So, I mean, I've gained almost 55 pounds, and that was going to year five. So, yeah, I've just seen the most change in just my body and, you know, my ability to just do things I wouldn't have been able to do a couple years ago, just just from pure strength-based standpoint. So, yeah, it's really nice to see that growth. Uh, of course, Losi is the offensive line coach, but uh, one of your former teammates, Drew Hart's helping out. He's been around and doing some different things there. Um, have you ever had to tell Drew to check himself now that he's on the, the sideline? Uh, or has that relationship still pretty strong? No, it's, it's definitely still pretty strong. I was <laughs> I was so sad he wasn't going to be playing again, but then he said he's going to be sticking around. And I mean, I'd Every year that I've been here, Drew Hart has been a part of BKU football, and I, I can't imagine this place without him. He's he's a great leader, a great friend, and just a great person overall. So I'm so glad that he stuck around. And he's helping out coaching and stuff like that. I think he's I think he's liking it too. So yeah, it seems yeah. like he is. He he seems like one of the most positive people I've ever seen. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and it's easy to spot him when we look over for the signal. Um, for the play call because he's such a big guy. So, yeah. yeah. Let's talk about play calls a little bit. We're not going to give away what they are, the signals and all that kind of stuff. But I, I, for the first time, I've watched – I mean, I've been watching EKU games for three years now, and I watch football on TV all the time. And I noticed the signals going into the O-line from Drew or from other people on the sideline. And I thought, what is what is – what are you getting signaled for from the sideline? Or is it just the play call? Uh, we – yeah, so if it's a you know a pass play, we'll get signaled the protection. If it's a run play, we'll just get signaled the 
you know, what type of run play it is and direction and stuff like that. So, yeah. Okay. I figure, because I know you guys still communicate a lot on the line, right? As far as picking up blitzes and things like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we'll just get signal the base protection. Then we got to figure out, you know, where we're sliding there or, you know, who we're picking up and stuff like that. Uh, if there's a defensive lineman that was going to switch over to O-line like Josiah did, uh, who, who's that defensive lineman that you think would fit fit on the O-line? Um, I know, Ryan, didn't you play O-line in high school? Yeah. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan's definitely smart enough. I, I will say that. Um, um, Breaking yeah, news, Peyton Collin calls most of the D-line stupid. Uh, no, I'm just no, kidding. <laughs> no. Either Ryan Jackson or I know a young D-lineman, uh, Bryce Tapp. I know he played offense line a lot, too. I think yeah. he was originally brought in to play O-line, right? right? Somewhere in there. Or something yeah. like that. Yeah, they made a little deal with him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, now, I would say I would say Ryan. I, I know you could do it. He's he's fluid on his feet, uh, fast hands, yeah. all that good stuff. Um, that you got no, that you got to have to be on the offensive line. Uh, <laughs> when you're facing those edge rushers, um, what do you when you what do you see that you go, oh yeah, I got this guy? Like, is it a, is there a technique or is there hands or is there whatever that you go, yeah, this guy's not getting through me. Um. Yeah, I mean, just trying to see tendencies on film and stuff like that. And, you know, I just try to get my hands on them as quick as I can because, you know, sometimes they're really fast and stuff like that. And, you know, sometimes they're powerful. But if I can, you know, get my long arms on them and I feel like that usually throws them off a little bit. So just trying to use my length and feet and stuff like that to throw them off and stuff. Yeah. Now, I've asked a couple of guys this question. We asked Ryan this earlier in the year, but. Uh, last year, Drew did get an opportunity to to split out wide um, on a conversion play. So, have you ever have you ever went over to Coach Richmond or whoever would be responsible for that and say, "Hey, I mean, come on, yeah, I got the frame, I got the arms, I got the hands. Like, give me an opportunity." I I need to because I I want a little tackle pop pass play, and I I mean I played tight end all my life before I switched to O line in high school. So yeah. I, I can catch the ball. I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we'll have another seven overtime game, though, where he'll call it, though. But, yeah. Now, what's the what's the highlight of an offensive lineman? Like, I think of a, of a defender. It's like, you know, a pick six or a big hit or whatever it may be. Um, pancake is the is what most people would think of, but that's kind of – I don't know. Is that, is that the most exciting thing that you look forward to? Like, if you like, man, if I just had that chance to do this one thing, this would be it at the O-line position. Um, I honestly, I would say the best feeling is when you're blocking someone and then you like out of the corner of your eye or peripheral vision, you see the running back like run by you or like, like you just know he run by, he ran by you and then he's about to run for a lot more. Yeah, that's a really good feeling. Just you know, blocking and stuff like that, or you get up to the second level, hit a linebacker, and then you see the running back run right by you, and yeah, that's a really good feeling. Now, um, the running backs have started to find their groove this year. Uh, Josh Carter's had some big games and some big runs, of course. Braden as well, uh, most recently is also. Um, and you know, we we all know Parker. We all have the expectations for Parker. Um, and there's expectations for the running backs too, but 
Um, what can you say about the the run game so far this year and how it's starting to find its its footing uh, here midway through the season? Yeah, I think I think that definitely goes back to what I was saying earlier about like this group of five finally playing together for a little bit. All of us, um, I think we're communicating well. And I mean, yeah, the running backs we have Braden Stone and Josh Carter are two really good running backs and they're pretty good at finding the holes. And I also think, you know, they are starting to get to know us better and how we do certain blocks and, you know, where the hole might split late on a cutback or something like that. So, yeah, but yeah, no, we have two really good running backs and they make us look really good for sure. Uh, Ryan, anything else for Peyton? Uh, I got to ask if you, uh, if you weren't playing football, what other sport would you want to play? Uh, definitely basketball, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I was I was a hooper. Believe it or not, uh, <laughs> you have to come over yeah. and uh, play against my team sometime. Uh, okay. Right. Yeah, the, they would love to head coach, coach high school. We got no size this year, so if you can, if you still have any yeah. high school eligibility left, we'll take you. Uh, <laughs> um, the last thing that I wanted to ask you though was uh, the scouts have been coming through the program. We saw it a lot at the end of last season. And, of course, they're coming through a lot in the practices and things like that. Um, what have you had relayed to you about uh, word from the scouts, if anything, about, hey, if you got one thing that you got to continue to improve on, um, have you had any of that feedback uh, uh, from the scouts? Yeah, I would say um, probably the biggest thing is just – kind of my overall look, I would say, like, I feel like, you know, if you look at me, I'm not, you know, I don't have, like, the biggest biceps and, you know, the biggest butt and stuff like that, or, you know, biggest thighs. Um, so I would just say just keep working at it in the weight room and stuff like that and just trying to look more like an NFL offense lineman and stuff like that. So That's interesting feedback. Um, you know, uh, it's almost vain. Uh, I know it's not vain. It's not what it is. Uh, but it's it's interesting. I wouldn't have thought that would have mattered to a whole lot um, to teams, but I guess it makes sense, especially coming, um, not being in a power five conference, they want you to look the part. So when they draft you yeah. or sign you or whatever, they don't get ridiculed, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Yeah. That's interesting. yeah. Very interesting. Um, cool. Uh, well, Hey, I've got nothing else for you, man. I, I appreciate you coming on. Ryan, anything else? No, I'm good. Okay. Peyton, uh, listen, you guys have only allowed five sacks so far this season. Um, and like I said, Parker has admitted post-game uh, press conferences that you know, at least at least a few of those were on him versus you, whether it be holding the ball too long or whatever it may be. You guys are doing a great job protecting the quarterback. We're seeing that run game begin to open up more as well. And of course, a large part of, their, part of that is on you guys as well. Uh, we're excited about the success so far and looking forward to what's ahead as we really dive through conference play and things like that as well. Um, anything we're getting ready to preview Tarleton State? Anything that you've seen from them uh, that that you think fans would be interested in? Um, yeah, I mean they've they've won a bunch of games this year, so I know they're coming in confident, and yeah, I think they're going to come in here expecting to win, and yeah, I think they got pretty good D line and stuff, so I think it should be a fun homecoming game. Hopefully, not as close as last year, but hopefully it'll be a fun game though. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. All right. Saturday is kickoff. And of course, Peyton will be there on the left side of the O-line, uh, continuing to protect Parker 
and lead the way for the running backs as well. And just maybe we'll see them uh, get get a hands opportunity uh, off of a, a weird trick play or something. But Peyton, man, we really do appreciate you coming on and taking some time for us tonight. Uh, thanks again, man. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, we'll see you. Peyton Collins, offensive lineman, EKU. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to preview Tarleton State for this Saturday. With over 20 years of experience, Matt Schaefer and the good folks at locally owned IPM Pest and Termite provides pest control service for all of Central Kentucky's pest control needs. Whether you have a current pest control problem or want to prevent infestation from ever entering your home, IPM Pest and Termite offers maintenance programs that will help keep pests out of your home and provide peace of mind. So for dependable, reliable services that you can count on, get in touch with our good friend Matt Schaefer at IPM Pest and Termite today at myipm.com. That's myipm.com. Welcome back into the Sports Stove Local Hour presented by Righteous Felon Jerky. Again, you can get your jerky at righteousfelon.com using that promo code STOVE15. You're going to get 15% off your purchase. Anytime we hear IPM, we know it's time for the Pest of the Week. The IPM Pest and Termite Pest of the Week this week is Tarleton State coming to town. And Ryan, when I was looking at this team, outside of the win-loss record, the stats are incredibly similar. I mean, incredibly similar. Um, Victor Gabalus, Gabalus, I'm not sure how you say his name, quarterback, has got just over 1,200 yards, nine touchdowns, his nine interception. Parker has just over 1,200 yards. Nine touchdowns, only six interceptions. The run game is very similar. Two-headed monster on both sides. Uh, similar yardage for each each team as well. Receiving, there's one guy that's got a ton of catches. 39 catches for Benjamin Omayabu. Um, uh, oh oh I'm not sure how to say his name either. But he has zero touchdowns to go with that team leading 39 catches. The next closest receiver has 10 catches. But that guy, Keelan Johnson, has five touchdowns. Ten of his five, five of his ten catches are for touchdowns. Uh, of course, EKU Jaden Smith leads the team with thirty catches. He has scored touchdowns. He's got three on the year. Uh, the next leading receiver is actually Braden Sloan out of the backfield with fifteen. Hunter Brown has eleven. So the numbers there line up defensively. Again, very similar numbers there too. Uh, Tarleton State has sixteen sacks on the year. You guys have thirteen. Uh, Tarleton has seven interceptions. Y'all have four and then six forced fumbles. Y'all have seven. Now, something that's interesting about the Tarleton, Tarleton state defense, four of their seven interceptions have been pick sixes. Um, so this is a team that makes the most of our opportunities is the way that I see it at the very least. And again, you've had a chance to, to watch film, prepare for these guys. What do you see about this offense from Tarleton state coming in? Yeah, I, I think it's a solid offense. I mean, no team goes out there and scores 52 twice, and you can say they're a bad offense. I, I Even the nine interceptions ain't all the the numbers are showing. I, I think they're a good team. I think they're a good, solid team. I think whatever they got rolling right now, they're confident. They're, they're juiced up. And even off that one bad loss they just had, they're, they're going to want to come back for for another win. But I didn't know the numbers were that close. I did think they – it was not a mirror match, but similar play style teams. They, they throw the ball a lot more than we do. Uh, but I, I think 
I think it's going to be a good game, like Peyton said. I think it's going to be a good, great game. I think this is two competitive teams that are coming in. We'll see who see who walks out. Yeah, I mean, they've only thrown the ball um, a total of 12 more times than you guys have. Mm-hmm. Um, they have ran the ball, actually, a fair amount more than you guys have. Mm-hmm. Um, now, they've also played some teams that they could do that with. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> they've, they've had some some games that maybe weren't as hard as the games that you guys played. But they do have wins against McNeese, um, North Alabama, Southeast Baptist, and Southeast Louisiana. Their losses come to Texas Tech, which they got trampled in, and then Southern Utah last week where they only lost by one point uh, to to Southern Utah last week. So uh, it's definitely interesting to see this team coming through. And like I said, the similarities are definitely there. But like I said, uh, the quarterback's been sacked nine times – or picked off, excuse me, nine times. Um, are you When you look at the is – it, is there an opportunity – to get to the quarterback, are you seeing things in the video that says, okay, I, I'm not asking you to tell us how you're going to attack, but, hey, we can attack in this way. We feel like we can get there against this guy. I think we've lost your audio, Ryan. I thought it was just me, but I just pulled it up on YouTube and could not hear anything coming out of your uh, microphone. Uh, I'll be right back. There you go. I got oh. you now. Okay, cool. So I didn't hear anything that you just said. <laughs> it's tough, too. I, I was saying, I, was saying I, I, I think our front can definitely get there. I think we've done a good job of rushing together this year. And uh, he, he's one of those quarterbacks where if we, if we can get him off his spot, he'll throw you one. Not an easy one, but he'll, he'll throw you one. He, he's the kind of guy who has his targets, has who he likes to look for easily. And I think I think if we come in prepared, I think our rush can get there, like I said before, especially from Darian Baker and Frank Lee. you got to get a lot of edge pressure on him. And with me and Marv pressing it through the middle, I, I definitely think we have a shot of not only getting there, but producing sacks like we've been doing for the past couple weeks, but making a real big impact in this game. Yeah, and he's been sacked nine times as well. So it's nine touchdowns, nine interceptions, been sacked nine times. Uh, thank goodness it wasn't all sixes. Um, but, uh, again, do you see – does he hold on to the ball? Or was it – do you know, is it just a matter of the defense got to him? Um, it, it's more of a – like I said, he has, he has his guys that he likes to target. And he has his guys that he likes to find when they're open. And it, it's not one of those bump it, they're out there somewhere type of throws. He, he still has his – it's just te- teams are playing those guys a little bit tougher some plays than others. Yeah. And sometimes the throws don't go his way. Sometimes it is pressure. Sometimes the pressure does get to him. But there's a lot more times it's him making an outlet throw or a preemptive throw and might not go his way. Yeah. Um, this is a team – last year they had a quarterback from Kentucky um, that everybody was excited about. 
he's not there, of course, anymore. Um, that being said, does this team look different than last year? Um, or did you play him last year? I thought you did. We played him in 2021. Two years ago. Okay. Um, and so are, do they look drastically different than, than the last time you guys played them or pretty similar? Um, they're close to the same kind of scheme that they run. That, Like I said, they, they spread it out a little bit more this year. But they're, they're a completely different team with how, how hard they play. You can tell that drastic difference on film. They play a lot harder than they did back in 2021. Their offensive line gets after it. I think their mm-hmm. offensive line is big. They're all from Texas. So they're all going to be giants regardless of how good they are. They're giants. Uh, and like I said, they, they play hard. They play all 60 minutes. It's not going to be an easy game for anybody that they go up against. Uh, I'm, I'm excited. I think this is going to be a good matchup for us and test where we're really at. Yeah, I looked it up, and now I remember it. Uh, Tarleton went up 3-0 um, in the first quarter of that game that you guys played in 2021, and then you guys scored 20 straight to beat them 20-3. to The last touchdown was an Eli Hairston 39-yard pick six, and that's what I remember uh, from, from that game for sure. Uh, Parker had a 30-yard touchdown run uh, in that game also, uh, but a very different team as far as um, uh, personnel in 2021 versus now for both teams, really. Um, but uh, some guys, Jaden Smith, had only one catch in that game. Uh, I'm looking real quick to see. Uh, and outside of Parker, pretty much all the offensive guys are, are different guys. Brian Johnson actually had a catch in that game as well. Uh, but uh, Dejon Hewitt took off for 121 yards. Uh, but like I said, it's a lot, a lot of different personnel. Jiren Mitchell had a pass attempt in that game, 42-yard pass attempt. Uh, not uh, actual completion, like he threw it for 42 yards. So that's pretty exciting um, as well. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a fun game. Again, we're in that that stage now and homecoming at the same time uh, to add a little bit of excitement to it as well, uh, for sure. Is there, um, I guess we've already talked about it. I mean, that momentum from the defensive line or the front seven uh, with the pass rush that you guys have been putting on here the last couple of weeks, especially, I mean, we've seen um, you, we've seen Frank, we've seen uh, Jeremiah, we've seen Gabe, we've seen these guys that have just gotten in there through different different ways. Um, I, I would assume even with the time off, there's still a little bit of a high going into this game. Oh, for sure. I, I think I like where our team is at mentally, not only physically, because I think we are getting a little bit healthier and a little bit better. I think mentally our team has done a good job of taking a break seriously. Not not coming in, messing around, goofing off. I, I think our team has done a good job of sticking to the details, sticking to the script, and trying to get better. I think that's the one thing our team does really well, other than be disciplined. I think we intend, continue to try and improve ourselves. And I think, I think it's just co- competition that we drive each other. Like, I go against John Stone every day, and I think he's one of the best centers in the conference. Hmm. And it's, it's just a competition. I can't lose to him. I can't. And he knows he can't lose to me. So we, we just – I think that's what the best thing about our team is we have healthy friendship competition. Yeah, I like it. Uh, this is the last home game for two weeks, uh, last game home game of October. The next time you're back in Roy Kid Stadium will be November 4th when we flush the piece. So there's a, a lot of things happening in between now and then for sure. We need people to come out. Uh, we need people to buy the tickets and be there. Uh, again, it is homecoming weekend, which we know always draws a little bit of a crowd anyhow. Uh, but now's the time. Now's the time to, to, to come in, watch the team, support the team, cheer them on, 
Uh, Raymond's got your tickets. He's happy to, to hook you up. So call Raymond, uh, get your tickets, be out there at Roy Kidd Stadium. It is an afternoon game, 3 o'clock kickoff uh, there at home. And uh, so come out, come out early, be a part of the pregame festivities and uh, enjoy the game uh, no matter what. Don't, don't leave, don't leave. You know, if it starts raining, hang out, whatever, you know, come on people, stick it out, man up a little bit. Let's, 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 let's do better. Um, that being said, uh, we're excited about Saturday's game against Tarleton State. And uh, you know what people should do, Ryan, is they should go ahead and stock up on their jerky, uh, righteousfelon.com, using the code STOVE15 to get that 15% off. Like I said, the Bourbon Franklin, um, it, it, I was very surprised by how good it was. Um, and I still have, have jerky. I got to get to you, Ryan, but, uh, uh, it's sitting in my room. I've, I've set aside, I got a couple packets for you, a couple packets for my dad. And, uh, and, and I know I got to get them to you guys before I eat them, but, um, but I will get them to you as well. Uh, any, any closing thoughts before we go? Um, I got one, one Peyton Collins story that I meant okay. to share we were in there. One, he might not look like an athlete, but Peyton Collins is extremely athletic. Hmm. For all y'all that don't know, I've seen the brother flip off diving boards, backflips. I've seen him dunk. I've seen all of that. So he's super athletic. But me and Peyton, it was my freshman year, I guess technically his freshman year too, since he's been here for five years. It was 2020 and COVID. And uh, I don't know if anybody's still on the team from then other than about five guys in my senior, in my class. But uh, we had come out there and uh, we had had some equipment issues the, the whole week. And uh, like Peyton said, he was the starter. So I don't, I don't know how it happened, but some people's helmets didn't have face masks on. So they was just out there in the little maroon shell. And I had no clue who any of these people were because it was my freshman year. So next thing you know, I, we're out in a team period. <laughs> And one of the coaches said, Peyton, get in here. And he comes jogging along. <laughs> but he was one of those guys who didn't have a face mask. <laughs> so we're all sitting here like, uh, I don't think he can play yet. <laughs> all the coaches are scrambling like, where the? And then, so Peyton got a good cussing out for not even knowing. <laughs> it wasn't even his fault. I should have had, had him tell that story because that, that's one of the only memories me and him keep bringing up. He looked like Magneto with his little helmet on. <laughs> With no face, it was ridiculous. But that was one of the more fun practices we've ever had. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure somebody other than Peyton got a got a stern talking to as well. Probably, <laughs> um, yeah. I I've been out there at some practices where a non-player uh, got chewed out for something they did not do, um, or at least didn't do at the right time, or whatever it was. Just got to get out the coach way. Is, uh, coach is a coach uh, is a evenly uh, an even evenly uh, opportunistic yeller. Um, he right. doesn't care who it is, so uh, he'll, he'll hold people accountable no matter what. Uh, big game this weekend. We're excited to get you guys back out on the on the field, looking for another win. Homecoming day uh, as well, and uh, Tarleton State. Of course, we got to give a shout out the volleyball uh, team. Uh, they they did lose one match. Uh, but they came right back and swept the next one and uh, looked solid down there in Tennessee. And uh, so congrats continued to them as well. I know there's other stuff going on. Basketball's getting ready to, to tip off here pretty soon as well. Uh, the guys and girls teams both getting ready for their seasons. Still waiting on that schedule drop, but um, I'm told it is coming eventually. Uh, so we'll wait and see on that one too. But a lot of things getting ready to happen. We're at that time of year now 
where there's a lot of things that kind of go on at the same time and uh, gets busy gets busy around campus uh, and the athletic department for sure as well. All right, uh, that's it for today. So thanks again to IPM Pest and Termite, All Around Roofing, and Righteous Felon for their support of the program. Uh, thanks to Peyton Collins for coming on and talking with us tonight. Thanks to Alex for helping us get that set up as well. And greatly appreciate his help and the university's help, of course, as well. Thanks to Ryan for always being here. And, uh, and thank you for listening today as well for tuning in. Follow us on social media at Sports Stove on Twitter and Instagram. It's time for me to go watch the Packers. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you around the Sports Stove.